Welcome to the Minnesota Healthcare Show, where we provide resources and answers to all your healthcare, elder care, and caregiver questions. We have a great show planned for you today. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me in studio is Chris Sunberg, president and founding member of Elder Voice Family Advocates, and Ron Elwood, supervising attorney at the Legal Services Advocacy Project, the advocacy arm of legal aid in Minnesota. We will be talking about elder abuse in long-term care settings and facilities and the legal protections that are currently available and the public policy actions needed to improve those protections to our vulnerable adult population and their families. We are broadcasting live and are looking forward to answering your questions. Please feel free to call us at 952 956-6205. Once again, 952-946-6205. And you can find that phone number on the AM950 website if you need it. Um, Our show producer, Sam Turnberg, will be answering the phones today while he manages the program and does his best to try to keep me on schedule. Thank you, Sam. This show is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952-898-1022 or online at minnesotahospice.com. This live weekly radio show is created to provide answers to all your questions regarding health care, elder care, and caregiver concerns to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and, and enjoy your highest quality of life. Each week, we bring you experts from across the health care and elder care field to provide insights and recommendations on how to navigate the complexities and challenges of managing the health and care for you and your family especially for those in our senior population and how we can help you prepare for the various stages of life's transitions. In addition, we provide vital information for the caregivers who are essential to supporting our elder population. I am grateful for the opportunity each week to discuss these timely and relevant topics with you, and I am thankful for the tremendous response you, our listening audience, have provided to us regarding this radio show. I also want to thank AM950 for allowing us the opportunity to pioneer this first-of-a-kind live talk show in the nation that's dedicated to health care, elder care, and caregiver issues. Please continue to send us your questions, comments, and suggestions. We are living in unprecedented times in human history as the over 75 million people of the baby boom generation continue to move into retirement age. Our population mix is rapidly shifting. The Social Security Administration reported that over 4 million people are retiring each year at the rate of over 10,000 people every day. The Minnesota State Demographic Center estimates over the next 10 years, the population of Minnesotans age 65 and older will be larger than the entire population under age 18 for the first time in the state's history. The need for elder care and assisted living alternatives is growing and will be increasing at an accelerated rate in the coming years. Families need to begin planning for their loved ones' care needs, including their housing requirements, long before they'll need them. This amazing population shift is contributing to an exploding caregiver workforce crisis. Minnesota currently has over 585,000 unpaid family and friends playing a critical role in helping older Minnesotans live at home. There's also a growing segment of our population that are called the invisible caregivers that are being called on to help fill the gap as the home health care crisis deepens. These invisible caregivers are minor children, some as young as eight years old, helping care for aging or disabled family members. We here in Minnesota are not alone in this extraordinary trend. The rest of the country is facing the same challenging realities. This phenomenon has far-reaching implications for our society, our communities, and our quality of life. Each week during this broadcast, we'll be discussing the impact this megatrend will have on you and your loved ones and what you can do to prepare for it and enhance your quality of life. 
Once again, I want to remind you, we are broadcasting live today and every Saturday, and we look forward to taking your questions. Again, you can call us at 952-946-6205. I want to introduce our guests today. First, I want to introduce Chris Sunberg. She is president and founding member of Elder Voice Family Advocates, an organization dedicated to enabling family members to advocate for improved quality of life and care for their loved ones. Her professional background has been in, corp in the corporate sector as a former officer in companies such as SuperValue, and she has been responsible for governmental relations, corporate communications, and media relations. As a consultant now, she continues to provide PR, communications, and public affairs services. Also, we have with us Ron Elwood. Ron currently serves as a supervising attorney at the Legal Services Advocacy Project, LSAP, the advocacy arm of legal aid in Minnesota. LSAP conducts legislative and administrative advocacy on behalf of the six regional legal services programs in Minnesota and all low-income Minnesotans. Mr. Elwood has 20 years of experience as a legal aid legislative advocate for low-income Minnesotans. He has specialized in consumer, utility, and housing issues, as well as worked on tax law and health care issues. During his tenure at LSAP, Mr. Elwood has been instrumental in crafting and passing landmark consumer protection and foreclosure relief legislation. Since the early 2000s, he has been the leading advocate on successful legislation addressing debt settlement, payday lending, and title lending abuses, and in advancing protections for homeowners facing foreclosure and tenants in rental housing, including the 2014 law extending protections allowing victims of violence to break their lease if they must flee for their safety. In 2018, he served on the governor's Elder Abuse Consumer Work Group, crafting advocating for, along with other elder advocates, reforms of the assisted living system following the expose in the Star Tribune on horrific abuse in assisted living facilities and nursing homes. Prior to joining Legal Aid, Mr. Elwood served in city, county, and state government positions in consumer affairs and regulations. All right. Well, welcome you two to the show. Thank you, Kim. Yeah, thanks for having us. We are, this is a big topic. Um, as, uh, as we mentioned here in the intro, the Star and Tribune, the article shed a lot of light on what has been happening in our elder care communities of assisted livings and long-term care facilities, nursing homes, and as we talked about on the intro, we're in a crisis right now in terms of elder care, and it's only going to get worse for the next 20 years, I'm told. So, so the, the work that you guys are doing is, is very timely. But I'd like to just give some background to the audience on this project that Governor Dayton had asked you guys to put together. And I'm sitting here with a 58-page a document that um, captures some of the concerns that were raised in that Star and Tribune article, and that you guys, of course, are working with daily in your careers. Uh, Chris, why don't we start with you? Maybe give us a little bit of background on how you got involved here with the, that, the governor's task force. Uh, thanks, Ken. Uh, I have to back up just a little bit further. Sure. And, uh, why did I get interested in this issue? And like most people, it's because you have a, an experience that, that shocks you and motivates you. And mine happened to be with my father who uh, passed away and his body was left undiscovered in his room for seven days. Um, it, that was shocking and it was traumatic. But what made it worse is the policeman had told us, you, you need to report this to authorities. When I went to go to find out who those authorities are, I found out there really is nobody with oversight that could help address this. Being a former lobbyist and, and knowing how things work, uh, that one of the first directions I looked was for legislative reform. And a group of us came together because of an attorney who specializes in elder laws, Suzanne Scheller, 
and uh, we talked, and this was just a little over two years ago, we talked and, and soon decided we're going to do something about this. So our organization came together and very quickly formed a relationship with reporter Chris Sears. And a lot of the stories that he's reported on over the last couple of years, and especially that series last November, were our members' stories. And uh, we needed to, to it really have, you have to uh, be able to deal with your own guilt and remorse over what happened to your loved one to step forward. And our members did that. And... It's tough to do, but I give them such credit for stepping up and telling their stories. And the opportunity then, because we were often quoted in in his series and other stories, and I'll tell you, we were surprised. Little old Elder Voice Family Advocates, the smallest, newest group out there, was appointed to this group. And uh, I have never Once worked with I'm such a phenomenal group old, of professionals. They were outstanding. Well, Chris, let's, we'll get more into that here. We're up against a break right now. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you thinking of selling your house or downsizing to main level living for an easier lifestyle? I'm Janelle Holty with Seller's Edge Home Team and Coldwell Banker Burnett, your agent with heart. My team specializes in selling homes and helping you find the next property for all life stages. Call me today for your free equity assessment. I'll get you moving. That's Janelle Holty at 612-203-9661 or find us online at sellersedgehometeam.com. Finding the best foods the Twin Cities has to offer is easy with eatlocalminnesota.com. Offering the top local and independently owned restaurants, eatlocalminnesota.com has everything from burger joints to cocktails and fine dining. It's Greek to Me has been a family-owned Lynn Lake landmark since 1982. Under new ownership, the Janakis Karis family offers classically inspired modern Greek cuisine in a sublime space with gracious hospitality. Be sure to visit their charming bar and explore wines and specialty drinks from Greece. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at itsgreektomemn.com. Enjoy all the flavors of Milton's, where they specialize in dishes like grilled jerk chicken, shrimp and grits, and much more, all made from scratch. Pick from Milton's large selection of beer and wine and finish it off with desserts like Bananas Foster. Milton's also serves breakfast every day starting at 7.30 a.m. Hi, Gregory Rich, founder and chief at Habitation Furnishing and Design, and now I'd like to invite you to kill your Sunday evenings with me right here on AM 950 with Drink in the Style. It's a one-hour-long conversation of interior design, art, architecture, and pretty much anything else visual and aesthetic, all while enjoying some booze handcrafted by our friends at Mill Valley Kitchen. Can you think of a better way to spend Sunday evenings? Drink in the Style, Sundays. 5 p.m. Hi, I'm Kirk. And I'm Chad. With Bricks Real Estate and the House Geeks Real Estate Show, Sundays at noon on AM 950. Here with your House Geeks Market Minute. 3.02 is the average number of showings per listing per week in the 200 to 400K price range in the Minneapolis area. This is up slightly over last week and is a main indicator of demand in the marketplace. Pending home sales are down over the same time last year, 5.6%, and the 30-year conventional interest rate is at around 4.86. This is up over last week. 4.85. Conclusion for buyers, although rates might be higher, homes are not selling as fast. This gives buyers more opportunity to negotiate on price. For sellers, make sure you are keeping your marketing fresh to help drive added showing traffic. Want to know the smarter way to buy and sell homes in the Twin Cities? Check us out online anytime at housegeeks.com. Once I was seven years old, my mama told me, go make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely. Once I was seven years old. Welcome back. 
You are listening to the Minnesota Healthcare Show. This radio program is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952-898-1022 or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Chris Sundberg, president and founding member of Elder Voice Family Advocates, and Ron Elwood, supervising attorney at the Legal Services Advocacy Project, the advocacy arm of legal aid in Minnesota. And we are talking about elder abuse in long-term care settings and facilities and the legal protections that are currently available and the public policy actions needed to improve those protections to our vulnerable adult population and their families. Before we get back into our conversation, Chris, Tell our audience how they can reach you and your organization. Very good. Probably the easiest way is to go to our website, which is eldervoicefamilyadvocates.org. And just go to our contact page. Uh, just you know, All we ask for is your name, uh, your email address, and your phone uh, number, and it'll come directly to me, and I make every effort to respond same day. Well, fantastic. And um, could you, um, before we get into to, to Ron here, I want to just continue our conversation from the last segment about kind of how you got into this, but also the importance of your organization and how new it is um, and, and the fact that that was invited to be a part of this consumer work group that Governor Dayton uh, appointed last year. I think what's unique to us is we are the only organization, certainly in Minnesota, and most states don't have anything of its equivalent either, and that is we are the residents and the family members, and we have all experienced some horrific uh, events and 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 uh, substandard care that we're trying to address. Uh, interestingly, the Wisconsin Attorney General's office had asked us to come uh, talk to their group. Uh, they have an elder abuse task force. And at the end of it, th that, their attorney general said, we need an elder voice in Wisconsin. So we're helping them to get their started as well. Oh, fantastic. That's great. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I and as we look at the demographic shifts here, there's just so much... Uh, pressures on our systems, on our society about what's going to happen. And, and again, our, our population is living longer. I, I, I hearken back to the Social Security Administration when we started Social Security in 1935. Um, the average uh, age of a person uh, for a female was 62 when they passed and, the, and a male was 58. Well, now you got people living, you know, a, a third of their life now is after they retire. In fact, I think the first person that received a benefits check from Social Security, <laughs> she paid in $22, and she ended up living to be 100. And, and it was you know, That's it. You know, tens of thousands of dollars of benefits went to her. But again, just a couple generations ago, we weren't really looking at people living you know, 80s, 90s in their hundreds, and now we do. And that's by putting a, just a whole different complexion on our, our, our situation today. Well, and as you've mentioned before, we're rapidly aging, and we struggle handling the the issues of the elders and the the disabled and other vulnerable adults. Now, what is that going to be like in ten years, twenty years? We have to get a grip on this today. And to be honest, we should have done this a long time ago. But. Right, right. Well, it's human nature. We wait till the crisis is upon us, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, all right. Well, let's, let, let me shift gears here. I want to get Ron Elwood involved in the conversation. Um, and uh, Ron, give me just a little sense of how you got into this area of elder law and, and your involvement here with the task force. Well, um, Legal Aid's been involved in um, in elder law and elder justice for its existence, and Legal Aid's over 100 years old. And um, 
one of the statewide projects we have is the Minnesota Disability Law Center, which is a uh, is one in every state. It's uh, under federal law required. Uh, we're the protection and advocacy entity in Minnesota for persons with disabilities under federal law. So, you know, we've been involved with these issues. We have a senior law project at, at, the, at Legal Aid. And, of course, all these issues at the Capitol we've been involved in in health care and, and elder law, disability law for many, many years. And uh, in terms of the how we got into this particular discussion on, on assisted living, um, first of all, we had clients, number one, and, and we're well known as a kind of a, you know, nerdy legal technical experts and policy. We have some good policy uh, advocacy reputation. And so the governor, um, when um, shocked, as we all were, with the Star Tribune series, it was it was unbelievably, it was just uh, horrifying. Um, his reaction was to bring a group of consumer advocates together because that's it was very unique, unprecedented to bring under a you know official capacity these groups of consumers. Um, he asked AARP to lead the group and named Chris. Uh, Elder Voice and, and Legal Aid and a couple of other groups to the uh, to the task force gave us about sixty days or something to come up with uh, you know what's the problem and what's your ideas for solution and um, you're holding the fifty eight page result of that effort that we spent uh, a lot of quality time together over Christmas last year doing this. Yeah. I was just going to say it kind of kiboshed our holidays, but <laughs> it was worth it. Well, it was a real privilege to be named. I mean, we were really honored, and um, I think we came up with a pretty credible product, which um, – and, and the, it, was a, it was a great um, synergy of organizations with varying expertise, but all experts in their own fields. Alzheimer's Association, you know, Elder Justice Centers was honored as well, um, and, and each of us came to that – uh, those meetings with uh, ex personal experiences from organizations, and of course, if you have a, a parent, you know we most of us have the personal experience as well as professionally, and um, and it was a real it was a privilege. So anyway, um, you know I think the <clears throat> the problem fundamentally stems from. The fact that unlike every other state in America, assisted living here is just an unregulated, unlicensed, just, you know, entity. So, um, you know, well, Ron, we, let's, I know. Let's, let's hold that thought here. We're up against a break here. Yep. And when we come back, let's talk about that because that is something we talked about off the air. And I think it's really important that, the, that our audience knows about that. All right. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation regarding elder abuse in Minnesota. Stay with us. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. 
Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono ultramicroscopic silicovolcano coniosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that StandUpRecords.com for the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise. That's StandUpRecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. Visit the wine bar at Cafe Latte and enjoy a unique handcrafted pizza and glass of wine. The perfect place for an intimate night or an evening with friends. Choices range from spicy Italian sausage and sweet roasted peppers to the one-of-a-kind nacho chicken pizza layered with blue corn tortilla chips. The approachable wine list offers over 30 by the glass with special emphasis on wines from Washington State. End your night with one of Cafe Latte's melt-in-your-mouth desserts, 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. Hi, this is Paul Metza inviting you to listen to a great new episode on the Wall of Power Radio Hour this weekend on AM 950. We feature Kevin Odegaard, longtime Minneapolis musician, who's got a great new record out called Artifacts. Kevin was also the guy that played guitar on Bob Dylan's Tangled Up in Blue on Above the Tracks. We also have Gary Lopak, his producer. We're going to be playing some tracks off the record, talking Minneapolis history, Bob Dylan, and more. Saturday at 6 p.m., Sunday at 4 p.m. Who's your most trusted companion? Who's with you 24-7? What do you never leave home without? Your phone. But the screen is shattered. Don't panic. Bring it to Computer Revolution with cell phone repair. We have over 18 years experience fixing computer devices, all brands, all carriers. We'll replace that screen and have it back same day. Computer Revolution with cell phone repair in Roseville at Highway 36 in Fairview. Or call 651-633-6600. We fix phones. Same day, seven days a week. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today we'll see rain with a high near 44. Tonight the rain will continue with a low around 36. Tomorrow there'll be more rain with a high near 41. Monday, mostly cloudy with a high near 47. And Tuesday, cloudy with a high near 43. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Nightingale. They offer something for everyone's taste buds, from seafood to unbelievable vegetarian options. Come visit them at 2551 Lindale Avenue South in Minneapolis. More details at eatlocalminnesota.com. Soon we'll be 30 years old Our songs have been sold We've traveled around the world And we're still roaming Soon we'll be 30 years old Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Healthcare Show. This radio program is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952 952- 898-1022 or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. My name is Ken Hagland and joining me today in studio is Chris Sunberg, president and founding member of Elder Voice Family Advocates and Ron Elwood, supervising attorney at the Legal Services Advocacy Project, the advocacy arm of legal aid in Minnesota. And we are talking about elder abuse in long-term care settings and facilities, and the legal protections that are currently available, and the public policy actions needed to improve those protections to our vulnerable adult population and their families. Before we get back into our conversation with Ron, Chris, could you remind our audience um, how they can get in touch with you and your organization? Yes, again, our website is elderboysfamilyadvocates.org, and we also have a resource page on that. So if they're suspecting abuse, uh, there are plenty of resources in the state to help them. And also to contact, uh, just go to our contact page. It'll come directly to me, and I try to respond within the day. Oh, fantastic. And as a reminder to our audience, we are live on the air today and looking forward to taking your questions. Please feel free to call us at 952-946-6205. All right, back to Ron. Hey, Ron, let's let our audience know if there is a place they can go online for questions or answers to questions they may have. Um, sure, Ken. The, uh, if, if you have any legal concerns in, in these areas um, and you 
feel you're income eligible or you're uh, over 60 or a person with disability, um, the best place to find information and a referral to lower no-cost legal services if they're available would be www.lawhelpmn.org. That's lawhelpmn, one word, L-A-W-H-E-L-P-M-N.org. Fantastic. All right. Let's pick up where we left off right before the break, and you were starting to talk about the assisted living situation here in Minnesota, which is which is kind of unique uh, across the across the country. It is, Ken, and 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 that's what this story did at the at the uh, Star Tribune's expose, and our investigation, examination, analysis, research unveiled or lifted the veil, I should say, on something that most people weren't really thinking about. But underlying is causing 400 complaints to come into the state agent, regulatory agency a week. Um, and so, you know, the stories that of, of, of Chris told of her f- tragic situation, um, you know, it's almost really unbelievable that this could happen. I mean, it's like – it just it's amazing and i've heard a lot of testimony at the capitol in my 20 years and i've heard some pretty compelling heart-rendering stories of of people that that asking the legislatures legislators to fix the problem they're describing i have never heard such stories of unthinkable things they were horrific and so what what it led to was an understanding of how the system works today. And, you know, everywhere in America, if you provide some a living with some combination of supportive services or health-related services, most everybody thinks of that as assisted living. We call it that. But really, the ter- those terms don't mean anything much in Minnesota. And they are th- we are the only state that, at least in part, does not license or really regulate in any way assisted living. And just to give you a a framework, today, more than 60,000 Minnesotans live in in assisted, what we all know as assisted living facilities. Only 28,000 really are in nursing homes. But the nursing home um, industry is highly regulated, both at the state and federal level, have significant legal protections against getting just tossed out on the street. Um, And in contrast, the 60,000 people and growing, as we've heard, have very little protection and have very little recourse um, in these settings. So I think, you know, the – what people are buying, you know, we're – Chris is, for example, she, I, I, you know, she had was promised a daily monitoring. Well, it didn't happen. Well, like, what is the recourse? And as Chris unfortunately found out, when you say, "What are the legal protections?" I think we should say, you know, where aren't the legal protections because they really don't exist. Um, and then you get, you know, you're you're told so much, so often. I think we've all had that experience that. Well, you know, we're going to take care of your mom or dad or whatever, and they're going to age in place. And as thing as their, you know, condition gets more fragile, we'll provide more services. And so many stories we have heard is, yeah, well, then that time came, or when we paid all our money from our private, personal account, and now went on public pay, you know, went on on medical assistance. Sorry. Um, you have to leave. And if that's the, you know, you can't do that in nursing homes because there are federal and state laws against it. So I think the, you know, the concern is that there's been a lot of talk about deceptive marketing, which is a, was a piece of the report that we need to um, not just have general deceptive marketing protections, which exist now, but they're not, they're not specific enough and there's not enough uh, teeth to them. And that's, a, that's, the, that's another problem because we have a whole set of theoretical bill of rights. I mean, they're not theoretical. They're in law. But they might as well be theoretical because if they're violated, we have 
absolutely no ability today as the family member or the individual who's been harmed to actually get any compensation or justice or anything about that. So, you know, I think what's what's pretty clear is um, we need several things. You know, A, we need to enhance those rights and make sure that we have the ability that the individuals can enforce them. We need to create a system where there's some kind of regulation and licensing over the services and, and demystify this whole thing about what assisted living is and make make it very clear for people what they're what they're getting and if if they're not getting what they're promised to give them the enforcement tools to to make themselves whole when their rights are trampled upon and to reduce the confusion because it is such a confusing system out there today and i think you know we need to make sure that people aren't just tossed out because if the facility says they don't want to or cannot take care of them anymore, then um, that's it. There's really – they don't have to have a reason at all. In a nursing home setting, you have to have specific reasons. You don't pay. You're a danger to yourself or others. And, you know, in fact, there's some real determination that that your needs are beyond the facility's ability to meet now. Um, But they're limited reasons. Not just because, well, we, you're, you've complained too much or we don't – you know, you're just more work. And to be fair, um, before I turn to you, Chris, to be fair, you know, the, the, these assisted living places have a tough time with staffing. And I think we all acknowledge that is a, an absolute crisis as well. You know, part of it is the, the low pay for, for doing a very difficult job. Part of it, it – you know, uh, training perhaps, whatever the reasons are. I think the the providers have a legitimate concern, and we all do as a society, that we don't have enough people and enough qualified and trained people to take care of complex situations, both psychologically and physically and and. and health-wise, right? I agree. And and one of the reasons that we're focusing on assisted living is because that's become over the years a catch-all. What we're seeing is people being admitted into independent living and assisted living with much broader care needs. But yet, there's not the capability or, or the resources on hand to actually help and and take care of that kind of population. I, I'm appalled that our pets have more protections in law than our elders and our vulnerable adults. When your dog goes to doggy daycare, there are clear standards of care that are licensed. My gosh, we need to do the same for our elders as well. You know, but the the lack of staffing is a is an issue that we all need to. But it is not an excuse not to do any of these things. I mean, that, that's that's an important. You know, that's the overriding point. Yeah, we need to solve all of these problems. Staffing being a critical one, especially going forward with the you know booming population of boomers. You know, into this. It, it, I kind of think too. Our society is challenged with giving elders the same hu- human rights that our children get, and and others. But they're kind of falling off the end here and not being given the same uh, treatments, oftentimes. But I, I sense that we're starting to recognize how we failed in that uh, endeavor and. I, I do believe the industry is serious in trying to address some of this issue. We're actually being able to talk together, probably for the first time, Ron would know more than me, but uh, in a long time. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that we can have some constructive dialogue going forward and, and come up with solutions that will matter, that end the substandard care that we're seeing in too many of these places. Well, you know, you, you you certainly can't change the system without the provider's involvement. Right. I mean, and it's necessary. And, 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 you know, of course, 
that's the way we all should be doing business and we always like to do business is to solve a problem looking at the various stakeholders' perspective and trying to make sure that it's a balanced and fair and so maybe this this piece is not the best for you but you know to make balance the consumer and the and the provider's um, interests you know up until this point and I think um, you know Chris take and, and AARP I think take get a tremendous amount of credit for for sort of raising the the issue that the power imbalance today is so disproportionate and it needs to be definitely brought into better balance. All right, we are up against our last break and I encourage people to stay with us for the last segment and we'll review some of the legislative objectives maybe coming up here in the next session. So stay with us. We'll be right back. And thank you for listening to the Minnesota Healthcare Show. Are you thinking of selling your house or downsizing to main level living for an easier lifestyle? I'm Janelle Holty with Seller's Edge Home Team and Coldwell Banker Burnett, your agent with heart. My team specializes in selling homes and helping you find the next property for all life stages. Call me today for your free equity assessment. I'll get you moving. That's Janelle Holty at 612-203-9661. Or find us online at sellersedgehometeam.com. Stand up, stand up. You've been sitting way too long. Hello, this is Ralph Nader, host of the Ralph Nader Radio Hour. Join me and my guests every week when we dive deeply into the subjects that matter to you the most, but are rarely on the mass media. Every Sunday for early birds at 7 a.m. and Monday at 6 a.m. And if you're not an early bird, 9 p.m. on Monday, right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. There are lots of ways to stay comfortable in a Minnesota winter. Hot cocoa, warm socks, and Standard's Winter Comfort Sale, where you can save up to $2,090 on a brand new 96% energy efficient furnace. There's also great deals on a variety of other furnaces and boilers. Don't wait. Unlike winter, these deals end November 30th. Learn more about Standard's Winter Comfort Sale at standardheatingdeals.com slash radio. Standard heating and air conditioning, comfort you deserve. Native Earth Radio is proud to announce we're adding an extra hour. One hour's too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. Great. More time for me to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national native news with reporters all around the country. Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. We are awake. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and streaming live on Facebook. Don't wait. Get Black Friday appliance savings now from Warner Stellion. Get the same great deal and be ready for the holidays. At Warner Stellion, we guarantee our Black Friday prices so you can buy now with confidence. Laundry pairs, dishwashers, refrigerators, entire kitchen suites, priced with unbeatable Black Friday discounts. Plus, you can trust our specialists to deliver and install your new appliances without worry. So why wait? Get Black Friday appliance savings while they last. From Minnesota's original appliance specialist, Warner Stellion. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Healthcare Show. This radio program is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. 
If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952-898-1022 or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Chris Sundberg, president and founding member of Elder Voice Family Advocates, along with Ron Elwood, Supervising Attorney at the Legal Services Advocacy Project, the advocacy arm of legal aid in Minnesota. And we are talking about elder abuse in long-term care settings and facilities and the legal protections that are currently available and the public policy actions needed to improve those protections to our vulnerable adult population and their families. Ron, if people want to get a hold of uh, your organization, tell us what the website is again. It, it is www.lawhelpmn.org. Fantastic. And Chris, how do people get a hold of you and your organization? It's elderboysfamilyadvocates.org. And go to the contact page. It'll come directly to me, and I will get back same day more than likely. Fantastic. As a reminder to our audience, we are live on the air today, as we are every Saturday, and looking forward to taking your questions. Please feel free to call us at 952-946-6205. Well, last segment, uh, Ron did a great job of covering the area of assisted living facilities and, uh, and the, uh, the opportunities that we have here in Minnesota to do some licensing and some uh, supportive regulations and to partner with that, um, uh, at that field that is serving over 60,000 of our Minnesotan uh, elderly at this point. And that's only going to be increasing, as I say in the intro, at a rapid rate. So we really need to partner with them at this point now and help to get these, these uh, reforms in place um, so we can protect that population and the populations I'll be serving in the future. Um, Chris, do you have any thoughts that in this last segment, we only have a few minutes here, um, that we can help to, to shed some light on some ideas for the, the audience? I, I just cannot stress to you how important it'll be to get out and vote. Uh, it's always important. <laughs> Let me get that clear. But it's very important, and I would suggest Talk to your, your candidates. Let them know that abuse of elders and vulnerable adults is rampant, and it needs to be stopped. I'd also stress that this isn't a partisan issue. It's not a Republican issue. It's not a Democratic issue. It's a human rights issue, and we really need to uh, make sure our legislators understand that we expect true reform measures to be enacted in the 2019 legislative session. And not little Band-Aid fixes here and there. They really need to be substantive changes. And Minnesota's got a history of being so out front in these kinds of uh innovations. And we all need to work together, the industry, the residents of these uh, provi providers, the experts. And that's one of the things that we at Elder Voice Family Advocates have really tried hard, is our, our membership has gerontologists, elder abuse attorneys. It has so many people uh, that'll help us get this done. But Get out and vote and, and stay on your legislators uh, next year. Make sure they are working very hard on this issue. All right. We've got a caller. Um, um, let's put, uh, put them on the air here. Sam, go ahead. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I have a lot of experience with this, particularly with my mother in long-term care facilities or nursing homes in the Twin City area. Uh, and, I, of course, I saw abuse and experienced that with my mother. It's my understanding the nursing home lobbies uh, are like a brick wall when you try to make laws and make changes. And um, I was wondering if the same situation is for the 
assisted living. And, um, you know, if the lobbyists are presenting a problem and how we consumers can fight against that. Thank you. Julie, great question. Let me, who wants to take that one? Chris, you want to take that one? That's a a great question from Julie. It is very good. And thanks for asking that. It, they, the industry, both for nursing homes and assisted living, have had paid lobbyists on this for many, many years. So they've had an opportunity to be talking to the legislators and giving them their point of view. Our coming onto the scene and offering this counterpoint of view is still pretty new. And, and so we've got to expect that We've got a lot of education to do, and that's one of our our roles here. I think the fact that we have built a coalition of consumer groups really is going to help help carry us forward because together we can really start to address those issues. Good question. No, that is great. In fact, uh, that's one of the biggest areas of concern is with the sandwich generation that we have that's taking care of their parents, taking care of their children, and uh, every guest that I have on this show talks about the, the stress sandwich that, that uh, their clients and, and the people that they serve are going through. And they literally just are struggling with how to make good decisions. And we need to have you come back. We have a minute left in the show here. But we'll have you come back and talk about me some of the things that people can do when they are out looking for assisted living. How, how, what questions do I ask? How do I compare one from the other? Because these big, beautiful buildings, it's hard to know what the difference is. I couldn't agree with you more because do not be fooled by the veneer. You really need to ask the right questions, and they are penetrating questions, and get it in writing. All right. Anything last words? Well, I would just say, you know, like uh, if you have the ability to – Um, consult with an attorney um, as well. I mean, not only for your care needs, but it just is always helpful. You know, I know if you can't afford it, but, or if it would just be helpful to have an attorney involved when you're signing a contract for one of these things. One thing I would tell you, Elder Voice Family Advocates is, is now starting to track the investigations throughout the state. And we've got a growing database of facilities. And, and we're starting to see the, the glaring uh, problem operators out there. Contact us at Elder Voice Family Advocates and let us know your, what you're considering, and we'll comb through our database and let you do And that's state data, so it's not our data, it's state data, and we'll let you know All right. what's happening. Chris Sundberg, Ron Elwood, thank you for your time today. Great show, and until next time, live well. <laughs> <laughs>